the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. years ago, America was attacked by socialists in their zeros. Today we're living with socialists and their zeros. They're in control of Washington. Ironically enough, 11 months after Pearl Harbor, we were bombed again. I think that was the birthday of Joe Biden. So he spent the first anniversary in diapers, and he's spending the 81st anniversary in diapers. Aren't you, dummy? Yeah, you are. How are you, baby? How terrible. In the meantime, we are surviving. You could ask, you, you, you could actually come to the conclusion that today's socialists have done far more damage than the socialists 81 years ago did. 81 years ago today, Americans were rudely awakened. On December 7, 1941, Japanese fighter planes known as Zeros unexpectedly and brutally struck Pearl Harbor, home of the... You know, from now on, I want you to make a note, Squirrel. I want to call every one of the cabinet members of Joe Biden Zeros, all right? And we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll build upon that. But when we talk about Kian Jair, she's a zero. When we talk about his economic moron that we're going to play later today, zero, and so on. The U.S. naval base on the American territory of Hawaii. For the first time since the War of 1812, Americans were attacked on their own soil by a foreign power. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. Was it the Japanese that took your business away from you and put you under house arrest? No. Is it the Japanese that's forcing you to become part of an experiment that appears to be killing people at a massively higher rate? No. We lost to the Japanese, but the philosophy of totalitarianism won. And it's represented by this dimwit in diapers who's short in the pants, much like the Chinese or Japanese. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. And America was caught off guard. Despite a long-standing trade war with Japan, few, if any, in this country felt it would come to the Japanese hitting us in the Pacific. Their assaults on China, which included the brutal rape of Nanking in 1937. In Manchuria... Did you know that 40,000 Chinese soldiers fought alongside of us, Squirrel? Did you know that? Oh, it's true. Along with the Russians. 
Syria, renamed Menchukwo, seemed distant and alien. But as we approach another December 7th, the eyes of the world are again on the faraway Far East. This time, the threat appears to come from China. Already tightening its grip on Hong Kong, the Chinese tiger is eyeing Taiwan barely 100 miles off its shore. To most Americans, it seems out of the question that we could be at war with China and its army of two million. However, we are committed by treaty to defend Taiwan if attacked by the Chinese. And Japan has already said it would come to the aid of its longtime friend Taiwan if it were under fire from the mainland. Again, most Americans find this outlandish. But increasingly, members of Congress from both parties are calling on us to grow closer to our longtime ally, Taiwan. See, I don't really get into that. And I'm going to tell you why, squirrel. The real fight with socialism isn't in Taiwan. It isn't even in China. It is right here. Right here. And the socialists in this country, the Marxists in this country, the demagogues, the tyrants, and the frauds, they're winning, kid. They're winning. On Friday, he took his vile rhetoric to a new and horrible nadir when he called for the, quote, termination of the Constitution of the United States because he lost the 2020 election. Aside from the pettiness and the ego of that, it's as if Donald Trump is on a mission to find new ways to sink lower and lower to the detriment of America. How can anyone hope to take the presidential office, oath of office, to preserve and protect the Constitution? while simultaneously calling for the Constitution's termination. It's wholly disqualifying on its face. And now that Donald Trump is being rightfully criticized for attacking the Constitution, his response is to double down and deny he ever did so in the first place, rather than have the decency to own up to it. I'm glad some Republicans seem increasingly willing to condemn Trump's lunacy, but we need more voices filling the silence. We need nothing less than... See, I still want to talk about how the election was stolen. I'm not really I'm not willing to let that go. I don't think the election was honest. I know it wasn't honest in Arizona where it wasn't honest again. And I'm also fully aware of who exactly the Democrat Party is and who exactly won the Senate in Georgia yesterday. We pray for the people of Cuba in this moment. We remember Fidel Castro, whose legacy is complex. His legacy is complex, huh? Fidel Castro is responsible for the murder of hundreds of thousands, if not millions. His philosophy is definitely responsible for well over 160 million people. And America, Georgia, the morons in Georgia, the scum in Georgia, the communist sympathizers in Georgia, just elected a communist sympathizer, Reverend in a $6,000 suit who thinks him and Jesus is down with murdering babies in the mother's bellies. Don't let anybody tell you a simple story. Life usually isn't very simple. Woo! Send me your money! I got His suits to buy! complex. piece of dung! Kind of like America's legacy is complex. And that is a senator in this country. So you want to be melancholy about the Japanese? The Japanese at least had the courage to attack us 
these seditious rat bastards are elected to office. Well, we focus on political prisoners in Cuba. You saw the folks standing here this morning. If some people get slapped on the hand for the same crime and others go... How could anybody listen to a word of this con artist rat? Anybody. As he sits there and talks fondly of Fidel fracking Castro. Castro. Who should have had his throat slit the minute he took over that country and started murdering innocent people. Let alone the idea that we are cozying up to the philosophy right here in this country. And who perpetrates that? I like how all the communists and socialists always get caught stealing money. Folks, we have some breaking news coming in. The House Ethics Committee announcing a new investigation, this one, into New York Democrat Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The details of the investigation at this point are sparse. I'm sure we'll learn more about it, but the statement says that the Office of Congressional Ethics relayed the matter to the Ethics Committee back in June. The statement does note that the referral itself does not indicate any wrongdoing by AOC, so, but still notable and worth mentioning. It's the second time. Three years ago, her boyfriend campaign manager misappropriated funds again, but it all went away when Joe Biden the rat stole the office, because after all, we all know what Joe Biden is. I'm wondering if there, there was that communication there surrounding the Hunter Biden laptops. So I can't speak to decisions made uh, by uh, by the campaign from here. That is not it, it is a political uh, uh, campaign. So I can't speak from that from here to that from here. I'm covered by the Hatch Act. And so I'm just not going to comment on on the question that you're asking me. But in the meantime, we'll slow play it like you do in Chicago when an alderman gets pinched after robbing the Illinoisans for 50 years. When's uh, Madigan's trial? How about the other short-in-the-pants Irishman, Ed Burke? When's his trial? Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. That's right. It is funny. Because although we were attacked and fought off foreign enemies, it's the domestic ones that have a way of taking us down. Republicans demanding action on some very disturbing claims about the Health and Human Services Department. A whistleblower says HHS is knowingly placing children brought over the border illegally with criminals and sex traffickers. The number of unaccompanied children at the southern border skyrocketed in recent years. Is that even an issue anymore? Is the southern border even an issue? The fentanyl, the Sinaloa cartel invasion of our country? That's not really an issue anymore. And as we listen to the so-called representatives, they tout giving money away for another border protection, which is the real irony. Look, this is a simple matter of accountability. I wish that were true. But we all know that's not true. We all know that behind this is something else. The only signal we should be sending those people is our unswavering support. Unswavering, I think he means unwavering, and what he's talking about is the $90 billion we've sent to Ukraine, $20 billion missing, not, a, not including, or not, or not excluding, the 70% of wep- weapons that have gone missing. And then maybe we should talk about our sheep-dipped soldiers that are there fighting right now, as we are the ones bombing Russia. A lot to take in on a day we're supposed to remember Pearl Harbor. I just can't remember who the good guys are anymore. It certainly isn't the Democrats. There'll be plenty of time 
to look at accountability and transparency, we should. All right, now we're in the middle of a war. They need our support. Are we in the middle of war? Are we? Hmm. As the Chinese increasingly talk of an invasion and the island nation coming closer to the motherland. This could be very unexpected, but we face situations that were completely unexpected in the past. And we came together as a nation. With confidence in our armed forces, with the unbounding determination of our people, we will gain the inevitable triumph. So help us God. FDR wasn't really a hero, Squirrel. Turns out he's the reason that Stalin was able to kill, what, five times the amount of people of Hitler? It's the ideology that's the problem, whether it's socialism, Marxism, or communism, fascism. It's all about governments controlling their people and turning them into slaves. And in that war, rest assured, we didn't win, Jack. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with... What an embarrassment. The good news is he has dementia. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Oh, it was a better time. You know, by accident, well, not accident, I have a John Wayne clip. And Squirrel, I feel bad for you, your generation, your era. It doesn't have that connection to what America was supposed to be. And it's the only explanation to why they tolerate this kind of open and notorious lying and scandal. It is the American Democrat mafia. And we believe that it is a mistake what we saw, uh, what we saw happen on the NDAA as it relates to the vaccine mandate. You can't mandate Jack, sideshow Bob. Now the emperor, Hito, Harito, who gives a rip, he could mandate things. Hitler, mandate. Stalin, Fidel Castro, we're not, this is still astonishing to me, this rat pig. The federal prison, then we too have our own political prisons. A senator in this country, the year 2022, eulogizing, paying homage to a fracking communist. I love it, you imbeciles. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Yeah, Sean, sorry, a little bit off topic. Uh, Earlier, you did. Uh, you mentioned the term uh, "unaccompanied minors." I can't stand how they sanitize the language. They're abandoned kids. They're abandoned children, and I think you have to, you know, call it out what it is. And they don't give a damn. They really no, don't. They're useful. They're useful tools for the weapon that is the Democrat mafia. They're useful yeah. tools to mis to misuse. Uh, government power to expand government power like all of the failures are which is why they're not interested in solving any problem here as they pretend to be moral authorities you have the largest amount of scum in control of this country in yeah the country. and they're and, and they're going to get away with it unless people get involved i would love I'm more i'm more aggravated and i mean this kevin and you heard me talk about this i take world oh, war ii very seriously that was yeah. the time the world was at the precipice of becoming a totalitarian world. They wanted world oh, domination. And right now, 
And this is no joke, and I know guys make fun of me. Stefan Bandera was a favored Nazi. He hid in the Ukraine. They killed how many hundreds of thousands of Russian Jews and Poles and everything. That's the argument still between Russia and Ukraine. And we, the American government, have given $90 billion to a military that is infiltrated with Azovs and tornadoes and not a frickin' American cares. And then, and then you understand why. They elected Warnock, a communist sympathizing phony bull dung reverend. And they're going to get what they deserve. That's why the wall, forget about the border. I want it on Georgia now. Let's separate from these rat pigs. So, so, uh, and they named the guy who, uh, I can't, Zelensky, who's like you know, five foot nothing. He's put on the uh, time. Man of the year, just yeah. like Adolf Hitler yeah. but they don't, in 1938. And they don't have any of the uh, soldiers on there. It's it's just a joke. I would love for you to have your uh, Elmwood Park guys who are a GOP, that uh, the GOP like social club. I would love for you to have those guys on uh, and and to you know just talk about how pe- you know to change all these things. I want to get these people out of power. Yeah, and, well, I've been uh, on the phone with about seventeen of them today. They all want to come yeah. down here, brother. We're going to do an Elmwood Park South. Thank you very much oh, for the call. I appreciate it. Can in Geneva. Hey, earlier you had uh, Chuckles the Clown giving his little speech about the Constitution and Trump. And I just had to ask, because you're, you're super knowledgeable. I've read that there's two constitutions, one that was for the people, capital P, and then one that was created, authorized by Congress in 1863. I don't know much about it. Don't know what to trust anymore. Wondering, have you heard that? You know, it's funny. You know what I'm doing right now, Ken? I'm I'm actually going through the Federalist Papers again. Because this idea that we have right now before the Supreme Court, the idea that a corrupt Democrat mafia federal government can circumvent state legislatures so that they can draw the redistricting maps like that fat pig Pritzker and the Illinois Democrats so they could forever steal elections in perpetuity makes me sick to my stomach. You shouldn't insult pigs like that. Yeah, no kidding. Pigs are at least useful, and they got dirty once in a while, unlike that cream puff. In the meantime... the reality is what's, when, the, when the communists and the socialists and the Democrats invoke the Constitution, it's to bastardize and undermine the Constitution. They don't really like the Constitution. What they've managed to do, because we've elected these slip-and-fall scum Democrat lawyers, they've managed to undermine and neuter and nullify the Constitution. Otherwise, you can't give me a program an agenda that the government has that is constitutional. Do you think mandates for the vaccine is constitutional? Of course it is not. And they've undermined and mandated it. And they hide the statistics of the unexplained deaths that this country has upticked above 20%. Above 20%. And in the meantime, they hide it. Because they censor the truth and they promote the propaganda, just like the Japanese and the Nazis and the Soviets. That's who's running things. Thank you very much, Ken. Very aggravating. Very, very aggravating. I believe we have a, 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 a clip. Somebody wants to sue somebody? Elon, you broke your promises and you violated the law. We are coming after you. Let that sink in. That's a slip and fall lawyer who wants to sue Elon Musk. The other guy who wants, ironically, is Dorsey. Dorsey, who sold Twitter at a ridiculous price because the federal government forced the sale. 
he is calling for Elon to release everything that this scum hid. See what we should do if we had a court of law. 74 million Trump voters should sue Dorsey because now he's got deep pockets. They should sue him for what we're living through under the most corrupt administration that has ever been in control of this country. And that's saying something. The most political, whore, corrupt, rat administration that is bought and sold by enemies foreign and domestic could, is only made possible because of Dorsey, Zucker, Schmuck, and the rest of those Silicon Valley oligarchs. They're the ones who helped censor the truth to promote the lie. That is the Biden administration and the Democrat agenda, all of which is unconstitutional. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I'll give some. What irritated me is that I had to watch this scum, this child, Brian Deese. What this government is doing is undermining the sectors of our economy to backdoor nationalize them. And the idea that they have this this power is outrageous to me. One of the things Larry did say last week at the Dilbo conference was that he said he expects uh, fossil fuels to be um, part of our life for at least the next 70 years. Uh, do you agree with that? And do you believe that that's a consistent message from him, given that you've spent a lot? Fossil fuels, it is the only fuel, you f- morons. It is the only fuel. There is no sustainable alternative none there is no technology your wind is garbage your solar is nonsense those aren't magic holes in the wall that is coal and natural gas that is nothing to do with the alternative yet here we are with these witch doctors these children who are going to paint some picture as they destroy the quality of life in this country so it resembles the european hell holes long time uh, with him over the years. Look, I'll tell you what our our view is, which is we need to rapidly hit our climate goals, including a 50% reduction in emissions by 2030. That is never going to happen. What they are doing is breaking the backs of business. And what they are doing is nationalizing the economy. That's the trick here. Brian Deese doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July. His derriere from a hole in the ground. He knows nothing. He's almost like his boss. (laughs) Hang in there, stupid. As you do that, you still see a reliance and you still see a maintenance, for example, of of oil in the energy mix. That's something that will be true for the the next several years. But the real opportunity here, and I hear this from companies across the board, the real opportunity here is to now move as quickly as possible to develop and to expand and to scale these new zero carbon technologies. All subsidized. Every bit of it. More and more in debt. More and more in control. They don't give a rip about the debt. They don't give a rip because it's their favorite tool against you. This is where we're really heading. It's against you. A federal welfare system constructed in the name of helping those in poverty wrecked havoc on the poor family. Tearing. It's the same thing, whether it's corporate or individual. Tom and Volo. Yeah, Sean, uh, I'm, I'm really disgusted with the Republican Party. Uh, 
I'm not. Isn't. Why are they not doing something for January 6th? Why are they not putting together some kind of commercials that showed what these people did during these riots and what they did compared to these and how we this, were going to overthrow a government and stick up for these people with no weapons? The I mean, it's ridiculous. What they the con- did was wrong, but the, the congressman and the senators. everybody. And, and they need to make commercials. They need to they need to play them on Rachel Maddow's show for her uh, during her during the View. They need to get out there and go. All of these communist freaking TV people, and they need to start putting commercials out that speaks what we want done and what we're actually doing Tom, instead of what. I love you, brother. You're I get it, but you you're, you 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 don't have representation. You just have an ideology that isn't embraced by the people who claim to represent you. And I'll tell you what I mean. And I hate to do it to you. I hate to do it to you. Here's Mitch McConnell from yesterday when this scum Capitol Police refused to shake his hand. The family of Brian Sigmund chose not to shake your hand yeah. in the ceremony. And they said it's because they're concerned you have not done enough to call out call President Trump's actions after January 6th. And Yeah, I would respond by saying today we gave the gold medal to the heroes of January 6th. Did he mention the people that are in prison that aren't represented? Did he mention any of it? See, because he wanted Trump out or anybody that liked Trump, anybody that's not in the club. This dimwit never worked a day in his life. He's worth $60 million. They want you to believe it's because his Chinese shipping heiress wife. The reality is he's not interested in rocking that boat. By the way, can I tell you something that's really disheartening? Where is it? I have favorites that I like in in, in politics. One of them, up until today, was Mike Lee. Did you know how this game works? Politicians in Utah and across the country have been helping fund the race for that uh, in Georgia right now. And they have also been keeping some of those donations. Fox 13 News reporter Mythali Gooby breaks it down. You might have received an email that looks like this from Senator Mike Lee's campaign, asking you to donate to the Republican candidate for senator in Georgia, Herschel Walker. So if you click on that link and you go to donate a certain amount to a candidate, you might not know where all that money is going. But if you click on edit allocation, you'll see half of it goes to Herschel Walker. The other half goes to the politician who's on the email, in this case, Mike Lee. Did you know that? So when these scum... Milk their people, their constituents, who they have failed for decades to help and change the course of the politics. Help the Republican Party push back the Leviathan of the government supremacists. Mike Lee keeps 50% of the money. So Mike Lee's a scumbag. Now sit in a corner with the rest of this scum. So you think you're gonna, they're going to help you right this wrong? No. They're not going to help you right this wrong. They like it nice and wrong because all they want is their name on the check. That's it. They don't give a rip about this country. Otherwise, you think we could have given away our sovereignty, our, our liberty, our freedoms, our personal property rights? Who took them away from you? A Republican. That was Trump was in the White House. Oh, I know. That's going to be big bombastic. He also named it Warp Speed, Operation Warp Speed. How'd that work out? Corey Woodlawn. Hey, happy holidays, Sean. Um, I did want to say I saw Warnock on television. It had to be a few weeks ago or probably a month ago. where he stated that Jesus Christ would have been in favor of giving a woman an abortion. 
I, think I don't it was know. I played it yesterday. I saw it yesterday. Yeah. It was on the Joy Reid show. Yeah, Joy Reid said Jesus would do the same thing. And that yeah. goes to show you there's two things going on here. Do you blame the liar or do you blame the person who believes the lie? This is the question I have for you, Corey. Because as uh, outrageous think, as it is for someone to say, human beings are outrageous. They're scum. You're going to watch the news tonight and be more offended than you ever thought you were. And you're numb to a lot of it as they murder people and steal babies and cars and all the rest of it. So we've got a, a scum problem. But the idea that people on television, a reporter and a, and a sitting senator, would say that the, the Messiah would be okay with people, human beings, killing new babies is insane but is he as guilty as the people who still voted for him because to me Corey, yeah. the scum is scum the people who support and endorse the scum are worse that's what i think yeah. so those voters are worse than the scum reverend in the six thousand dollar suit he comes on the pul- pulpit in a six thousand dollar suit he pays homage to a communist who has murdered thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people in fidel castro and supports an ideology that is responsible for the death of 160 million people on this planet. And I want to make one statement, It's, it's, Sean, it's Sean. insane, Corey. It's insane. We, we need Americans like Charles Lindbergh Sr. He actually drew up articles of impeachment against the Federal Reserve because he spotted what they were doing. Where are all the Americans like Charles Lindbergh? Larry Clayman, Corey. I have him on my show. Did you ever take a look at Larry Clayman's stuff? Take a look at it. I'm going to tell you something that's going to inspire you. Now, it's going to, listen, I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. I'm not going to pretend it is. But what we need to do is get people like you and me and everybody who doesn't want to be part of the mafia and get them to one area and separate. That's the only answer I can come to, Corey. Because if you're in the year 2022, we're voting for communist sympathizers. We're vote, we're, we have the, the, the subject of killing your baby as something that people are voting for. Society's gone, brother. Gone. Yeah. So we got to come together and protect each other. I need you as my neighbor, and we need to separate. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate the call. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just... Disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM five sixty. The answer. Who's Diane Feinstein? Ten when Pearl Harbor was attacked. That dimwit scarecrow with the speed racer hairdo. She had the Chinese chauffeur for what twenty years. You want to live forever? Run for office. James and Schomburg. Hey. John, I've become convinced that the Republicans really don't want to win because they don't carry a message of any passion. You, in a just opening statement, talking about Warnock praising Fidel Castro with the hundreds of millions that have been executed with that philosophy. In a moment of passion, you carry that message. But in a Republican campaign, whether it was, you know, Gilbert Pyle in our last one, run for... Uh, Governor here, or even Herschel Walker. All you see is messaging about fundraising, fundraising, fundraising. They don't say any message about why you should get up and go vote. 
That should be the primary message with all the thousands of emails I get over a campaign period. Instead of asking me for money, how about you carry a message to the electorate? And then they'll get off their duffs. They hear 750,000 Trump supporters didn't show up in Georgia. Speaks volumes yeah. to their campaigning. It doesn't cost any money to carry a message like the one you articulated within seconds of going on the air. That's all Walnut, that, that's all Walker needed to say. Just keep repeating it. A sitting governor, a sitting senator you almost is wonder. endorsing the murder of 160 million people. Just repeat that over and over and over again. Ignore the questions, just like Psycho Bob does. How could you lose I just, I, I, Oh, my God. They even had Kemp out of the way. It's just, my it's God, they can screw up a one-man parade. It's, and I got to tell you, James, I am disgusted at the trick Mike Lee did to the people in Utah who thought they were helping Herschel Walker as Mike Lee kept 50% of the money. He's dead to me now. Dead to me. I mean, oh my it's God. about time we clean yeah. our own house. I want every one of these rat bastards that are in this to enrich themselves so they can become multimillionaires by stealing and misrepresenting the people. I want them all to be thrown out of office. Every single one of them. The whole damn party needs an enema. And let's start at the top. Because if I have to look at that old lady face, that, that pansy Mitch McConnell, one more time, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. It's like being Dr. Awardee's gynecologist. It's just a lose-lose. You're sick the whole day. Thank you, James. Bob in Oakland. Yeah, so this big guy. Okay, he's trying to be Mr. I'm Mr. Conservative. I'm going to save everybody. He's a big traitor. He's a big traitor. The reason why I say that, for one, he blocked Arizona from doing the uh, state. You're talking about Kevin McCarthy. Sorry? You're talking about Kevin Kevin McCarthy. Oh, yeah, yeah the here, you got the big V8 going in the background. I was interested. You got to be driving like an F-350 or something. Yeah, hey, I ain't rich. I'm just trying to make a living here. No, so, I yeah, love it, babe. I, I hope you cut off the garbage. catalytic converter and fuel that son of a gun up. Yeah, well, listen, this is money to get to work. Hey, but anyway, so seventy percent so of us, seventy percent of the people that vote Republican want McCarthy out. Seventy percent want McConnell out. The thirty percent are the ones that they did a deal with the new replacement of Nancy Pelosi. He's already dealing with him. Anybody that deals with him is, you know, it's a rhino. It's a sh- it's a sham. Yeah. It's a fraud. Did you ever hear the expression "by meet the new boss, same as the old boss"? That's the problem. Exactly. Again. And until we put exactly. handcuffs, until we put handcuffs on the money to the political parties, we ain't going to achieve anything. So, to your point. And to everybody's point, don't give a dollar, not a dollar, to anybody. That'll shut them up. Let them all feast on their own money that they stole from us all these years. Dave in Downers Grove. Expression, you mean fraud. Anyways, uh, Sean, I know I don't know if this is even on topic because there's so many topics you can choose. I wasn't yeah, it's sure ADD what it radio. I know. Go ahead. Yeah, but anyways. Um, you know, all these greenies, they, they think hydrogen might be the answer, but hydrogen it takes a lot of energy to split that animal of uh, oxygen and uh, hydrogen. You know, I mean, none of it works. None of Dave, it, 
Oil is the answer. Coal is the answer. Oil. Natural gas is the answer. The problem is, it's why right. isn't the Republican Party attacking the idea that the Democrat mafia was able to make CO2 a pollutant, thus controlling everything? That needs to be brought to the Supreme Court, and the Republican Party should be standing arms locked to make sure that that scam is removed, because CO2 is not a pollutant. Now that they have that, they can tax you and me and Squirrel for living, and that needs to be ripped out. In the meantime, let's stop trying to to dance with, with morons. I don't want to take their premise. Their premise is wrong. CO2 is not a pollutant. Oil, coal, and natural gas are not bad. They're good. They increase the quality of life. They are the common denominator of all things. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The Federal Reserve's mission statement... Stabilize markets, prevent inflation, navigate so we don't have a boom and bust market. They have never achieved their statement. None of it. Their concept now to correct things that they created is to bankrupt more than 50% of the nation. By enriching who exactly? Nobody really knows. Because we and they are the ones that have been insider trading, pumping up markets, so only a select few oligarchs can profit. My next guest has been taking this on for years. He is the author of eight books, including a novel about the renegade Fed chairman. He also, aside from that, is a contributor to Mises Wire and a former mainframe PC programmer, technology instructor. His name is George Ford Smith. His new book, The Fed is Not a Good Idea That Became Corrupt, It Was Always a Corrupt Idea. George, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thirteen uh, book, though, Sean. Oh, it's an article. It's just an article. Yes. All right. Well, we can make it a book by the end of this interview. I know we can. Okay. Because I want to know who those thirteen rats are from the creature of Jekyll Island, and I want to know who still makes <laughs> the money, and exactly how many Rothschilds are there. Too many. Uh, the, uh, the the thing about the Federal Reserve, the original charter or the mandate, whatever you want to call it called for a stable currency, and at the same time called for an elastic currency. They used actually used the word elastic or elasticity. And they also, of course, wanted to be a lender of last resort. So how did that turn out? Well, <clears throat> and this is circumstantial evidence, of course. Uh, once you go and did a little calculating, you could do this yourself. Just uh, Google inflation calculator. Excuse me. And the, um, you go from the years 1913 to the current year, 2020, 1913, the Fed was actually late 1913. The Fed was, the Federal Reserve Act was passed. Uh, the Fed didn't get started until late 1914, so really 1915 would be the first year they had 
access to uh, <laughs> the market. But anyway, this is the inflation calculator. This is from 13, 1913 to 2022. If you had a dollar uh, in 1913, you would need $30.10 to buy the same item this year. And that's an inflation rate of, a uh, cumulative rate of inflation of 29, 2,910.2%. Now, that's, <clears throat> I don't know how that grabs you, but that doesn't please me very much. Well, now, George, uh, and then the other thing for perspective is to look at the inflation prior to the Federal Reserve. For 100 exactly years, there was none. Yes. Yes. Uh, actually, less than that. Uh, I did another, went to another, that, the, that calculator only went as far as 1913. This one uh, goes, well, it goes as far as you want. I, I chose uh, 1880 to 1913, just for the heck of it. And uh, keep in mind that we had two panics, major panics. Yes. In that interval, 33 year interval, uh, 1889, I believe it was, and then uh, 1907. Mm-hmm. So, <clears> the <throat> uh, value of $1 from 1880 to 1913, uh, actually, you would only, the dollar would buy more in 1913 than it did in uh, 1880. In other words, it went from $1 to 97 cents. We actually had a negative. Uh, price change and negative average inflation rate, and that's you know I guess guess what we didn't have a Federal Reserve back then, but we and were George, on. It's, it's really the birth of a Leviathan that was able to manipulate and contort and control more than just yes. monetary policy. It, oh yeah, it literally freezes out. Any competition to anything and controls all banking. And now it's capitalized on its failures each time there has been one since 1929 up until the last one in 08. And it still is doing this now where we are so unmoored from any sense of reality. We are paying a trillion dollars in interest and their solution is enriching only those select few. And we can't get answers as to who is exactly profiting. Well, if you look at the, uh, the cream at the top, <laughs> whoever they are, uh, I know the average person is not profiting, not very much. Uh, we're the ones who get the, the thing about inflation, the first, the first users of the new money that, it, that the Fed creates, or the government creates, are the ones who get current prices. They buy things. As the, as the money filtrates through the economy, the prices rise and people become subject to uh, the disadvantage of inflation. Well, you are never the We're losing you. We're losing you. Yeah. Are you there, George? Yes, I'm here. All right, we're, we, well, we're, uh, we're, we're having a bad connection. The other thing that I have a question for is they have been able to create entities, derivatives, I don't even know what the proper word is, things like uh, market, mark-to-market Enron-type things where they're doing repos, reverse repos. They're doing uh, FX swaps. They're not really f- transparent. We don't know who's funding, but we know there's an immediate arbitrage. This is the thing that troubles me because the reality is when you're talking about this kind of numbers, small, very small percentages of arbitrage lead to billions and billions and billions of dollars. That's something I think the oh. general public should be made aware of or concerned with. Yet, we can't even find politicians that want to discuss it. 
Yeah, I know. If you talk to uh, just anyone on the street about the Federal Reserve, they probably won't even know what you're talking about. They don't know what it is. And if they do know what it is, they really don't care. That's, that's been my experience, at least. And I said, don't you care about what your money is worth, what it will buy? Yeah, they just shrug and go on. So we're know? victims of of a stupid public, really, is what we are. Yeah. And then when they create this money out of thin air, it's not like the old days where they actually have to print it up. They don't have to do that anymore. They're clicking mouses. But one oh, yeah. of the fundamentals in all in all debt, the fundamental in every aspect of debt is to know the term and the cost. We have, in essence, an arm on the national debt, which is outrageous to me, because some of that debt, at the time that it was agreed to by our representatives, the debt was at zero, 1%, 2%, yet very little of it is frozen, in particular when we keep passing something that has become commonplace that was unheard of just 20 years ago, something called omnibus spending bills. You, My point is... You, this is a useful weapon for government because it will always keep the ordinary man down. Oh, yeah. And that they're not incentivized <laughs> to fix it when 90% of the morons don't even know what the hell the Fed is, right? Right. Um, can I give you a little anecdote? I maybe you've heard this. Please. Uh, back in 1946, uh, Bertley Rummel, he was the, uh, uh, let's see, he was chairman of the New York Fed at that time. Earlier, he was the one who proposed the withholding tax as a war emergency measure. Yes. And of course, we've had it ever since. In uh, in forty six, Friedman worked on it, right? After, yes, you're right. Uh, he gave a speech in 40, 1946 called "Taxes for Revenue Are Obsolete," and his reasoning was the uh, national government. Reading this, the national sovereign national government is finally free of money worries and need no longer levy taxes for the purpose of providing itself with the revenue. Taxes are only needed to keep people from spending their money because it bids up prices and to establish more equality of wealth. Um, <laughs> I mean, he, he said you could just go ahead and use the Fed to generate money, but if you uh, if that's all it did, people might get resp- suspicious. You know, they say, well, what, what, where, how, where, does the money get, where does the government get all the money to spend and so forth? Well, they might actually inquire about what the Federal Reserve does and so forth. Well, the, but, uh, there was yeah, a push after 2008. And I thought that was an opportunity. Because as you look back to Brenton Woods, you look back as to why the dollar is the world currency. We right. double-crossed the world. We did. We took it oh, off yes. the standard. We have constantly, constantly double-crossed those who participate. We print more out, and we buy their complacency by creating another entity, IMF, World Bank, whatever it is, where yeah. we are printing up money simultaneously, giving it to people who didn't necessarily want it, hoping that they keep their mouth shut to be cut in on the scheme that is the dollar. When the argument should be the dollar doesn't have any integrity because the Federal Reserve has broken the covenant between America and the rest of the world and America and its citizens. And therefore, we need to abolish the dollar and the Fed and start anew. What about that? Well, uh, I would agree with that. What I would like to, yes, abolish the Fed, absolutely. Uh, We do need money, and we need an honest money, if you want to call it that. And I think gold is the best thing we've ever had. But 
the the gold standard we ever we've always had is the one that's controlled by government. And they set the year, for instance, we had a uh, metallic standard in the. That toothpaste uh, is out of the tube when you're talking $31 trillion and the kind of money we're in. I mean, gold would be yeah. 150000 an ounce. So if you, could yeah. do, if you could do it with a combination of both yeah. something like gold and something like oil and natural gas, this way we are rooted in, in the ability to have a flexible dollar because we do not know how much natural gas or oil this country has. And we could then incentivize to bring the dollar strength and the quality of life better but we would also yeah. break the grip that government has on all of that agenda. Don't you think that's the way to go? Well, yeah. Keep in mind that we need you know, oil or anything like that that's valuable. We have to be able to carry it in our pockets, I think. We need to be able to hold it in our hands. Now, that's not saying you need to do that all the time. We can deposit. That, that can be inconvenient. We can deposit our gold coins in banks and then require them to practice full reserve banking, as they call it, 100% reserve. If you if you go to a bank, if you put your money in the bank, you you have the option, you have the legal right to get what you put there out. Not necessarily those very coins, unless you put in a safe deposit box, but something for the equivalent of that. And, but banks have always reneged on that. They they've because they're busy loaning out the money or creating false. Uh, sort of receipts for money, and that's how they inflate. Uh, what about state yep. competition, where states issue currency, and you have the Florida dollar, the Tennessee dollar, and the state's economic situation buoys the strength of that particular dollar, and the people of the country are able to pick their currency. So instead of having one currency, why would we, when all we're doing is booing up the mafia states like Illinois, like New York, New yeah. Jersey, and California, let the strong right. states that have a strong economy su- succeed, and let the people decide what currency they decide to hold in their accounts. That's another solution, perhaps, right? It is, yeah. You're talking about, for instance, uh, people in Georgia could use the, the money that's generated by the uh, state of Florida. Correct. Yeah. But yeah, that would work. Multiple monies are fine as long as there's no restriction from government on it. Um, that, which, you know, government is always interested in money because they don't have any except, except the money they steal. So, and they do it either through taxes or through inflation. Um, how do uh, we break? How do we break the stronghold? You know, people don't care that these these heads of the Fed are all inside trading frauds, all front-running policy, all making hundreds of millions of dollars, all not paying taxes. Do you think maybe we could take advantage of bad times that are coming and get the people to understand this is something that the government did to you? We can try. The, the problem is, as I tried to mention before, the people are just, you know, they, they don't care about that. They want the government to take care of themselves. They always, you know, government do something when they're in any kind of crisis. And if they, we can break that mold, that mindset, if they say, look, it's up to you. You've got to, you've got to realize what's at stake here. You've got to do something. You've got to, okay, support the, reject the old stuff. We need this, you know, we need these uh, new, a new approach to money. And, well, George, uh, I, I went long. Don't be mad. We're constrained by capitalism. But here's the thing I want to tell you. I think there is a book in this article. I think you've been on to something, and I think the organization of Mises is where it can happen. So can they find you at, is it Mises? I always go to Mises.org. Is there something called MisesWire.org? 
But it's just one of the services they have. They publish articles. Uh, can I mention one thing? We Absolutely. have a, an interesting book that they researched heavily called, called The Jolly Roger Dollar. Well, and the and the pirates who made it. It's very, it's very easy to read if I say so. And it's like I say, it's heavy, heavily researched. I think it'll solve a lot of uh, not problems, but at least answer a lot of questions. Jolly Rogers the dollar, the Jolly Roger, like you know, the pirate, the Jolly sure. Roger dollar, hmm. uh, and the pirates who made it. Referring, of course, to the well, to more than the Federal Reserve right from the beginning, Hamilton and so forth, but. Uh, I think people will like it. You can read portions of it on uh, Amazon to see if you do like it, if people do like it. So give it a shot. I think, I well, think I like help. the fact that you've been putting up this fight for years. George Ford Smith, thank you for what you're doing. And uh, hopefully uh, we have a lot of listeners, and hopefully people will pick it up the fight, because without the public's outcry, the pirates in our government will continue to perpetrate the crime that is the Federal Reserve. I so appreciate you coming on, George Ford Smith. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Did you ever hear of an FK Swap Squirrel? No. Got a Lumberjack shirt on it here. Michael in Chicago probably does. Michael, how are you? Hey, Sean, doing great. How are you today? Good, good. You're going to rain on my parade, huh? <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. You know, I didn't catch that entire conversation on you know the money supply and inflation, all that with your prior guests. But one thing that I did catch and that you mentioned, and you would know this as a, I feel like you would know this as a trader. Uh, currency backed by a physical commodity, right? It just doesn't work. You transfer yeah. the volatility to the commodity, uh, right? Like history's littered with tons of examples where it just hasn't played out in the long term. Uh, and you mentioned, like, Brent Woods actually is the, the best example of that, right? When they tried to peg it to gold at $35 um, yes, uh, an ounce. Yes, right. I, I didn't like the price control of gold. But what I'm thinking of is a hybrid that would force this country to hold in a reserve, a set amount, and to incentivize the businesses in this country to denationalize the energy sector and incentivize them to become a leading producer in it. So I'm willing to talk about what that combination would be, right? So I'm, I'm, I think it could be potentially a hybrid of a multitude of different things. And if you included the things we're strong in, natural gas, oil, you know, there is a, there is a, what I believe a misconception about oil. Every every piece of dirt has it if we choose to go get it you got to go sixteen thousand feet and then you know you go into the uh, great oil conspiracy of why they keep trying to pretend it's finite or you could do the other thing and you could have a synthetic component to it the way that the germans fought world war ii they weren't digging oil they didn't partner with iran yet they were manufacturing it in 82 different factories i mean there is there is something to be said about i agree with you i want a volatile dollar though because in a volatile dollar, you have politicians that can't add to the volatility. They have to control it to a certain extent. So you could even base it in land value. You know, how, And you might be able to, to release some of the information of just how much land the government controls. I think that would be interesting. You know, this is something that's fascinating to me, Mike. I love this conversation because we're, we're only 6% developed. 
94% of this country is undeveloped. And you would incentivize the development of that undeveloped land. I, I think we need to have that conversation. But to oh, say yeah, it's a, the full I mean, faith whole set of, like, Yeah, I mean, there's a whole set of systems and processes, right, to do all those things. Um, I, I think one thing even related to inflation that a lot of people don't even realize uh, is that right, local governments contribute to inflation right uh, it, it's it's based right like we all we all know like you you go work at um like here in chicago they all get pay raises just about every year automatically what would um, the illinois dollar that, be worth the illinois dollar be worth gots on ghoul take a bushel to buy a loaf of bread right that, i want that, that sounds accurate i want that i want that yeah. let the, let yeah, the that, municipalities that, let suffer Right. Actually, when you think about it, the founding fathers were real keen on that, that they wanted the states to compete with each other. Exactly. Uh, and at sometimes they did issue their own state currency, you know, until until that was a national You're going to start thing, to go into right? Civil War talk because a lot of it was about currency. And this is yeah, something exactly. that's, that I want to bring back. Competition so that states must run efficiently and they cannot tolerate or hide a mafia-controlled mm-hmm. state like Illinois. You couldn't right. have it. If you had an Illinois dollar, couldn't have it. But you can hide it, and in the meantime, what do those welfare states become? Drags on the integrity and the honesty of good states, and that's how you bastardize a dollar. And then we could talk about how we're in hot spots, not because we have interest there, but because these are the countries that want to get rid of the dollar. That's what's going on right now. Russia, India, China, Saudi Arabia all want to ditch the petrodollar, and they're right to do so. So do I. Because the, the ones who are in charge of it are the dimwit and diapers and the cohorts of the Democrat mafia. It's an interesting conversation, Michael. Thank you. Oh, of course. Yeah, for having yeah of you. course. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Anytime, brother. And who knew about Vic swaps? Did you know that right now there is a Vic swaps? And did you know that there's a hundred, listen to this, squirrel, a hundred trillion with a T dollars that are missing? Some foreign exchange derivatives, such as FX swaps, forwards, and currency swaps, require that the full principal amount be exchanged at maturity. This distinguishes them from other types of derivatives in which the principal is not exchanged. Banks and non-bank financial firms are the biggest users of FX swaps. They use them to fund and hedge portfolios as well as to take positions. Most FX swaps have the U.S. dollar on one side and have very short maturities. This makes FX swap markets vulnerable to dollar funding squeezes. We saw this during the great financial crisis and again in March 2020 when the COVID-19 pandemic went global. Because the payment obligations from FX swaps are not recorded on the balance sheet, they're generally... Think about that. They're not recorded on the balance sheet. There are a group of oligarchs that are making billions and we don't even know how. And the government doesn't want to talk about it. Generally not picked up in standard debt statistics. Yet the scale of the dollar payment obligations is staggering at more than $80 trillion in mid-2022. The bulk of this dollar debt is likely owed by entities outside the United States for which the U.S. dollar is a foreign currency. As of mid-2022, non-banks outside the United States owed as much as $26 trillion in such missing debt, <laughs> up from $17 trillion in 2016. This is roughly double their dollar debt on their balance sheets. That is why we are funding a proxy war. That is why the Democrat mafia wants you to pretend it has to do with borders. The same Democrat mafia that doesn't give a rip about ours. They need our friendship. They need to know they can count on us. 
And while maybe we should have a discussion about accountability and transparency, I joined that discussion. It's not now. I'm all for transparency and accountability, but not in this resolution. Not now. Not now. We don't want to know about the 20 billion missing from the Ukraine. We don't want to know about the wives with the money in suitcases. The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling $28 million and 1.3 million euros in cash. How do you fit it in a suitcase, squirrel? How do you fit it in a suitcase? There's a couple people, Republicans. I even I, I don't equate myself as a Republican, but there's a couple that want to know. A lot of this argument that we're hearing today against this is about the horror of war and how you can't have an accounting in the midst of the horror of war. Well, as I as I think about that, there are only a few people on this committee that actually have seen the horror of war. One of them is two people down from me. I know myself, I've made three trips to combat. Every time we had to account for every single piece of ammunition, every single piece of equipment, and if something got lost, people were held accountable. 70% of just the weapons are missing in Ukraine. Anybody want to know about it? Anybody? This is one giant money fraud perpetrated on all of us that are not oligarchs, which means everybody. Victor Midway. Hello, Sean. How you doing? Good, Victor. Uh, I just wanted to comment on what you were saying about basing the currency on oil uh, and natural gas. We absolutely can. The problem is we got to start uh, following the true science and uh, surveys they did of the three gigantic oil basins in the United States, one of which in the, on the West Coast is enough to supply the world. Years. The world. For a hundred thousand, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, if we have that much of it, it doesn't matter if it's volatile or this and that. We have that much of it. We could base our currency on that. Here's the problem: we have to find a way to sever our tax dollars from going to the government. But we can't do that because every American institution is infiltrated: the banking institutions and Victor, you a know, hybrid, so on, a hybrid. Where you de- you decentralize the dollar, and you incentivize the 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 local or the state governments to come up with their own currency. I really do think that's the answer. I really do. Yeah, but, now, but I don't that know. Would you know, require a mass migration of citizens. You know, and that you're seeing one, brother. So you're seeing one. Yeah. No, I know. I know. You're seeing one, and then I'll, you I'll and, then you, and then you make them. You make the fascists force their hand, because what the Democrats are, they're, they're fascists. And we could go back to exactly what we are. We are not United States. We are extorted states. And the only way the Democrat mafia states hold power is through the threat and enforcement of tax collectors that can seize your assets at the drop of a hat. It's an interesting conversation, and that's why it's an interesting show. I like to have it. I'm not afraid of it. Like every other roach Republican scumbag, give me your money, I'll set you free. I don't know how much time we got. How many times we got to hear this from these idiots, and they perpetrate the same financial crimes on the American people, and we all suffer. And they buy off their constituents that want to be welfare roaches. I'm against all that. Three one two six four two. 5,600. You know, how much time do I got? Can I, can I fit Rich in? He's been waiting a long time. All right. Rich, we're going to go another minute for you, brother. You've been on hold a while. How are you? Oh, he's on the, he's on the Elvin line. All right, we're going to put... Rich. Sexy as a devil, even in a high-pitched voice. That's it's right. It's only me that could pull off the sexy 
Elvin line. In the meantime, we'll get back. We're going to get rich straight now. 312-642-5600 if you care to participate. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I remember when Elvin... I'm not as old as Rich from Indianette Park. Rich, how are you? Hey, Sean. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, what I wanted to say, the only way we can straighten everything out is the Republicans have to get out there and they have to vote in these big elections. So uh, so we don't lose to all of these zeros, you know, that are destroying the country. That's the only way we're going to do it. They have to get out there the same way, vote early, Vote whenever they can, but get out there and vote. Because I heard in Georgia that a lot of the people, well, a lot of the Republicans uh, didn't vote like they did in the uh, in the first election. So I don't know. I think that's what they have to do. We've got to get question out there and to start fighting back. If we're going to yes. vote and we're going to win, right? Let's say we're going to win. And you're going to have okay. the scum like Mitch McConnell run. Mitch McConnell wanted to see Trump out of there as much as Chuck Schumer, if not more. If you're going to see these idiots, like Kevin McCarthy, who is an idiot, jump into leadership as we're electing decent, honest, new politicians, who are politicians because they feel the way you and I do, and they want to straighten things out, yet they're going to be pulled into this cabal of corruption that is the Republican Party. Mike Lee, if you've ever listened to him, brilliant guy is now a scumbag willing to steal 50% of the money he raised pretending it was going to fix the Senate. He stole 50%. He didn't disclose that. You had to click on the link and click on the link. Who does that? You see it, right? Think about the good people who voted for Mike Lee and they want Mike Lee's in there, right? The Constitution, the Declaration, all the things he says he runs for. And he stole 50% of the money? He stole it. So now Mike Lee's got to go. Got to go. I want them all out of there. Purge these rat, self-enriching frauds that would continue to vote for the proxy wars, that would continue to lobby and be bribed by Big Pharma and the military-industrial complex. Give it an enema. Because the reality is, what the hell does the Republican Party stand for? It's like in Illinois. And you got those fat, meathead scumbags whose brothers are lobbyists, the wife with the video. Pa- I mean, come on. Right, I agree. Otherwise, I you're agree. not really winning. You're losing with style. Right. Right? And that's why. Right. Who did we send to the, the, the Tea Party? Who are the two scum from Illinois that you sent for the Tea Party? Adam Kinzinger and the Irish short-in-the-pants gypsy Joe Walsh. Scum. Right. So right. if you're not going to stand for something, you're going to bow for everything. And the problem is we keep playing the same game. I, I think you need to get rid of the Republican Party. Get rid of it. The new Liberal Party. And you run on the agenda of Americanism. And you run on putting constraints the only place they're supposed to be, on government. You run on neutering and disincentivizing the lobbyist pay-to-play scheme of the oligarch government. Now, it's going to take some courage. It's going to take some courage. Yeah, well, the liberals. Take that word back because we've allowed these idiots like AOC, like Ileana Omar, and the rest of these scum to hide in it. Remember Ileana Omar? Yeah, remember her? What happened? Everyone was mad at all, and now the anti-Semites are, everyone's mad at the anti-Semites. Ileana Omar not only married her brother, she's a rabid anti-Semite. 
But she's the biggest voice against funding the the Nazis in Ukraine. Thank you very much, Rich. See, all bombastic. All true. You do that in combat. Trust me, you do. And there's no reason why having an accounting, having transparency reported to Congress who writes the check is a bad thing. It doesn't slow down one piece of weapon going to Ukraine. And to say that it does... This guy's name is Mark Green, and this is the kind of character that should be the leader of the Republican Congress, not the step-and-fetch that wants to be in on the front, on the scam of insider trading. Kevin McCarthy. ...is a fallacy. It's deception. It's dishonesty. The horror of war? Yeah, I've seen it. And I still had to make sure that my night vision goggles, my weapon, were all turned in at the end of the mission. Accountability and actually giving stuff to our friends to fight their war are two completely different things. You can have them both at the same time. Absurd to suggest otherwise. One of the other reasons that has been voiced about not supporting this is because comments that were made by the author of this And I'm not even going to get into those. But I will tell you that everybody who has said those things today as reasons not to support it certainly supported legislation in this committee made by Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. And she made anti-Semitic comments, horrible comments. And yet, I bet you we can pull up the voting record on her legislation and y'all voted for it. So your arguments make no sense there are good people in congress they're being held down by the bad people the people who sat there for a decade while the government grew while the government became fascistic and they did nothing of any consequence to push back on it guys like kevin mccarthy so if he's going to be the leader it's going to be the same song and dance the same failure the same fundraising And that's what needs to change. New blood. People who have been victims of misuse of power. Veterans who know the scandal in the military-industrial complex and fought for the reasons for you to be free. That's the only thing that's going to change it. A government of, by, and for the actual people, not the oligarch frontmen. I'll be back after this. Zero point... Zero. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest is the host of Unapologetic with Judd Dunning. He's also the co-host of Bullet Point Nation. He's the author of 13 and a Half Reasons Why Not to Be a Scoundrel Liberal. I added the word scoundrel. He is the California Connection. He suffers just the way we do. However, he's surrounded by beautiful landscape 
and a governor who's just as corrupt, just as incompetent. However, he can do a sit-up. His name is Judd Dunning. How are you, Judd? <laughs> my intro just gets better and better. Scoundrel, I'm going to add it to my book title. Thank you. You should. You I hate credit. even saying the word liberal because you and I are the real liberals. These are the Marxists, the Fourth Reich fascists. These are scum of the earth. I can't believe it. I can't believe people still support it. Surrounded by the failure and the corruption. It's just the testimony that humanity is still in its infancy, its intellectual infancy of stupidity. Yeah, it's all based on, a, on an entitlement, a lack of kindness, a delusion. It's, it's an unkind policy. But most importantly, like you said, it's in violation of our Constitution. It's in violation of natural law. It's in violation of rationality, but we're being sold day in and day out. And that's what my article was about, Sean. It's just like people have gotten to the point where, like, what does it matter? We don't even have a justice system that will support us. In fact, the government now protects the perpetrator and victimizes the victims over and over and over again. And the solution is turn more and more people into welfare recipients and bribe others to vote for you. And your guy really is lapping the rest of the country. He has a proposal forward to uh, give reparations to descendants of slaves for $228,000 a year. I guess they pull that number out of their shoe. And him as a descendant of Hearst, right? Isn't his mother a Hearst? Is he going to start writing some checks? Because I think William Randolph Hearst benefited from slavery, didn't he? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, this absurd call in California for reparations for slavery, it always gets revived by desperados who hope to get the Democratic nomination for president, a.k.a. our gruesome Newsom. This is like simple, obvious timing. Democrats, who, they only call for reparations when, you know, when they know that they won't get the nomination unless they do it. And it's actually cruel and it's usury. And then they flip it over and they take it away anyway. And what they forget is the great reparation that was actually already paid, which is 620,000 people dying in the Civil War fighting for the freedom of My our ancestors. black American I've got a very, I've, I've got an ancestor that was, he lived through it, but he fought in it. I also am a descendant of Ulster Scots, which are the original indentured servants. So where are we parsing the money? And shouldn't you give money to every descendant of every Civil War of the Union? I mean, how do you get to decide this? Do you have to have slick back hair and a line of bull dung? <laughs> we, we care so much. We killed each other over it. And that is the most beautiful thing about America, right? We were a little slow. Europe was actually ahead of us. Portugal led the care of it all. But we followed the tradition. years ago. But we also followed the tradition of the king. The king's ships, East India Trading Company. The king profited. The king did all of that. It was our ancestors that said, hey, fat pig, built like Pritzker in England. How about we stab your cohorts in the face with a pitchfork because we want to be free. So it was that that set the tone of it all. And then we cons- we, we 13 states without firing a shot made it illegal. We had the intellectual founding of the nullification of slavery and the founding declaration of independence. Ideologically, we support the Enlightenment. That's what the country is based on. So should the people who partook in it be held accountable? I'm all for that. Let's start with the top three out of the top ten slave owners. Three of them were black. Are they going to pay reparations or are they going to get paid their descendants? I'm interested in uh, Willie Ellison's heirs. Are they going to get money? He was one of the, the, the most prominent slave owners of the South, and he was black. 
history. Welcome to the history show. We don't we don't study the history of factual reality because America has a proud and powerful heritage. And it's particularly the history of black Americans. 11% of our pop, 33 million people, amazing. As, as Thomas Sowell said, came from the farthest behind the pack to the lead of the pack before we took them down to the war on, uh, the war on poverty here in the United States. Yeah. Right? And, and how then many now black we, millionaires? we hijacked that. How many What's black that? millionaires did this country create? The idea that we get to talk about people in race rather than individuals. You strip away the successes of all men. In the idea you can balkanize by a color? And, you know, here's the other thing. If you even speak against it, you're racist. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I hate far more white people than any other race. It is the white man that came up with the idea of communism and Marxism and socialism. So my bigotry is against all of those things. I am an absolute and total bigot to socialists and communists and Marxists, and they're all white. Oh, what a great slip over theologically. That was fantastic. I too am a bigot, Sean. Yes. <laughs> I, love, I hate I all communists. All Marxists. the right things. I hate all communists. I hate all. It's, it's beautiful. Well, because we, really what they, are, what they are is they're, they're a legacy of murder, right? I mean, if you, really, if you really boil it down, that control is always about elitism. It's always about murder. You must eventually repress and polarize and repress and deconstruct a population. And when they fight back, you have to kill them. So if you're a bigot against that, I'm a bigot against that with you as well. Well, this country sent how many how many hundreds of thousands of men just on the today's D day or today's uh, uh, Pearl Harbor day? How, we sent what half a million guys died in World War II fighting socialists, fighting the National Socialist Worker Party, fighting yeah. imperialism. Right. So you can still openly hate that ideology. After all, we lost hundreds of thousands of Americans. How many did we lose in Vietnam? The Democrat socialists, ironically, that's what Bernie Sanders and high cheekbones uh, Elizabeth Warren calls herself. Yet here we are in this country where we've been subverted. The Japs didn't do that much damage to us as the American Democrat. What do you say to that? Yeah, absolutely. And God bless everybody on this on this reflective day. I mean, you're, it's so true. You know, it's interesting. We hold Japan in one hand. We hold Germany on the other hand. And we hold the common day. The, map, the global map is as tense or more tense than it was then. And we're expected to think that we're going to be part of some global homogenous, kumbaya, global elitist uh, you know, world community. We can't come back. We can't come together. Humanity itself is, it, is, hasn't evolved. We're worse in many ways. Sure. We're just held in detente by nuclear power, uh, nuclear threat, nuclear war, right? So it's an interesting... It's interesting how we keep touting this globalism and climate change and climate lockdowns and part of this whole society led by these Sorosians or these, you know, World Economic Forum people who are saying that we need to come together. We, this day, December 7th, we had some people come out of the back door of a, of a world war and wipe out a bunch of amazing Americans who had our defenses down and started the other face of this war. It is, you know, history itself is the greatest lesson of why we hold to what we hold to every day. And then the pandering and the, and the pseudo-virtue of a, of a fraud like Newsom, whose wealth, family wealth, is derived right into corruption, slavery, and all the rest of it, if you trace it back through his family lineage. But this idea that he is somehow against slavery, he's not against it at all. In fact, he advocates. He practices slavery. The people of California are slaves. If you're not in his inner, inner circle, you didn't go out to dinner for two and a half years. You, didn't, you had to walk around like a serf. 
So this idea we're against slavery, we're not really against it. We just want new masters. They are government supremacists instead of white supremacists. Yeah, and if you want to perpetuate slavery, what do you do? You leave an open border open, because that's not compassion. That is slavery. People are coming in working for these slave wages. American business can take the hit. We can have legal labor in our country. Don't think that he is leaving our southern border open because it's a compassionate play. It's watering down the, our, our voting population. It's bringing in fentanyl. It's bringing in human trafficking and sex trafficking. It's murdering our own children. It's giving us a, a Latin crime wave and it's pouring this corporately used human slavery of labor into our, into our cal- proud California. So you're absolutely right about that, my friend. I am, I, the way that he uses abuses labor with this open border is also another base of that. And we should maybe wrap it as an invasion of the Sinaloa New Generation Cartel, who is responsible for the deaths of this year and counting. 128,000 Americans have died because of the product they're delivering. So if we call it an invasion of the Sinaloa cartel, maybe we can get what really needs to be done and get our own military back here and have SEAL Team 6 sweep the south side of Chicago and some of the areas in California because we're the ones that are losing that war. Craziness that you're, when you talk about Newsom and everything that's going on in California, you have to remember that you know we had a fiscal year in our state, Sean, at $308 billion, fueled by a record, record $97 billion surplus. We're now in a $25 billion deficit that they say is headed towards $75 billion with inflation adjustment and collections are off. And we're, we're talking about reparations to all black Americans in California at the tune of 233000 each. That's California in a nutshell. Well, you're doing what Chicago. Well, you're doing what Chicago does. You're doing what New York does. You're doing what the model of this ideology of corruption and fascism wrapped in this idea of socialist utopia does. And you're doubling down on stupid because it's within the failure lies the strength of the government. And the more people they get dependent on it, the more they'll take. And when you watch the news in Chicago, and you watch the news in California, you realize they don't give a rip about these people that are dying. They don't give a rip about the people that live in poverty. They don't give a rip about the kids that can't say the word ask or think and get out of a room without an exit sign and an Andy Frayne. They need the stupid. They need the dependent. They need the scum. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was going on the record. I, first of all, I want to say, I don't know if it's unprofessional to laugh, but you make me laugh so much on the show. Because, Sean, you you pull no punches, and your persiflage and elocution is fantastic. But, you know, I was just thinking, I had this moment, we're talking about this race concept. I had this moment where on Newsmax, they were asking me to comment on Michelle Obama's hair. She could now let it be kinky, therefore more culturally ethnic, and that she couldn't because we had a white privileged White House that she had to act within the rules on. I got there. I was laughing in the background, and they're like, excuse me, is somebody laughing in the background? They cut to me. I said, look, man, when it comes to Michelle Obama's hair, I don't care about your hair. I don't care about your color, your gender, your race. I don't care that you're a man. <laughs> I, 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 I never cared about I never cared about any of this. And to indict political uh, to, to delight to 
to indict the political opposition who are arguing about against your corruption and your failure and think you can nullify them by calling strangers the worst thing you can call somebody a racist you don't know me from adam you don't know who i love you don't know who i'm related to and this idea that we go back on our heels so that they can push forward an agenda of corruption as barack obama was so fracking broke he needed a real estate scallywag who went to prison named tony resco to co-sign and fraud his house purchase and now lives in four estates worth hundreds of millions of dollars tells you how stupid the Democrat voter is and how successful the Democrat pirate is calling himself a politician because they've been able to keep us on our heels as if we're afraid to to talk back. I'm not a racist. I'm not a homophobe. I'm an American and I hate corruption. I hate communism and I hate the Democrat Party because they embody all of it. And that's something we need to focus on. And I can talk about Barack Obama liking big butts and he cannot lie at a later date. Yeah, I think one of the worst things that Obama ever said to you was his apologist rambling. I believe in American exceptionalism, just as I suspect that the Brits believe in British exceptionalism, the Greeks believe in yeah. Greek exceptionalism, which, you know, Krautheimer followed with and said, the great Charles, Dr. Charles said, if everyone is exceptional, then no one is exceptional. And if you think about it in a nutshell, for leftists, communists, socialists, globalists, elitists, moral relativists, this is what you have to do. You have to destroy what is good, beautiful, better, and best. So there is no deconstruction of everything that we all hold dear. But I think, you know, most Americans, this is the issue. I mean, we have a weaponized DOJ. The alphabet people are having problems. We don't know how we're going to clear that out. And I was writing about this in this last article. It's like most people are like, oh, well, this is just the way it is now in America. But then you listen to my, you and I in this show, or I was just on conservative commandos. You hear these rational conversations, but with the growing powers, how do you turn around this this corrupted justice system? The one, I mean, Trump did a good job for us, Sean, because he left behind courts that supported us at the right times. Yeah, but, but right now, now I don't feel that justice is going to take care of us. So, what say no. you? Well, listen, you're you're a victim of the Chicago organized syndicate. They pretend that the mafia are two Italian guys talking about the spread of Monday Night Football. The mafia is the short-in-the-pants Irish Democrat mafia that destroyed not only a once great city, but a great state. And when you trace back the players, they're all from Chicago, from ferret-faced Merrick Garland to the infrastructure that is Barack Obama's uh, uh, cabinet that now is Diapers Biden. And, you know, you're, you're dealing with people that have been able to stay offensive in the in the face of their own scandals and their own fa- failures. And Barack Obama is the greatest at it. And that's why you can't discount when they bring this scoundrel back up on. I mean, after all, you think about some of the, the platforms that this guy uh, supports. Here is a guy whose mother was 17 years old and white. His father was 33-year-old married black student. Knocks up the 17-year-old mother. Thank God, in 1961, at the height of the race tension in this country, this 17-year-old girl decided to have that baby. And that baby went on to become the president. And that very scumbag advocates for mothers to kill their kids in the womb. Now, you can't beat this guy on an intellectual argument. Shows you that the bulk of this country is really special ed students who are morons because he is the example of why no woman should get an abortion and we're losing arguments to this idiot it's preposterous to me well uh, o'biden as we as we call you know joe joe o'biden i mean as, yeah. as barack still runs a shadow presidency here 
please. I mean, is there any doubt, rational doubt, that we're having our, our country is being run uh, by proxy by a series of people as a, as a gentleman should, you know, gentlemen, as this criminal should step down right now and, and you know, probably stole the election in the first place, which I see. Oh, I think absolutely. He, come on, 81 million. But here's the thing. They're laughing at him. They know this guy has dementia. Here he is on, on, uh, on uh, uh, Pearl Harbor Day. The first anniversary, he was one year old. He was born 11 months in diapers. Here he is, the president, in diapers. He can't form a sentence. He's riddled in scandal. The son, the crack smoking. We have the evidence. The FBI squashed it. And we're still entertaining the fact that this imbecile's president. The first agenda of the new Congress, even though the Senate can squash it, is to impeach this rat. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, where do we go? Where do we go in the next step for, for the GOP and conservatives right now? I mean... No, no red wave needed. We took control of the House. But there's about 15 people in there that are jumping off the party uh, as these political opportunists right now. So where do we go next? I mean, the next well, you thing have we to, do is I think. Judd, I, I, I'm an advocate for secession. Because the states are so corrupted like New York, New Jersey, Chicago. You have the welfare roach army. You have the union, a labor extortion mafia. They're going to take everyone down as they took all of these once great cities down. So until you cut them loose, you cannot get along with cancer. It has metastasized. Now And now they're talking about the Supreme Court is hearing a case where the federal government, these very same Democrats who gerrymander states and steal elections, they want to do it to every state? Nah. I want to build a wall from Florida and Georgia. You come here. I, I, I love it. And it also makes me sad, Sean, because, you know, as a patriot, as someone who cares about people in every state, do we want to leave behind people because they happen to be where they are? It's scary for people I don't want to, leave anybody. to vote with their feet. You know, Florida's so. a big state. Come on. We'll get you all in. How about Texas? <laughs> you know, you can, you can put the whole country in Texas. It's you can true. put the whole country in Florida and Texas. Let's go. We'll take Tennessee and whoever else wants to be decent. And, and meanwhile, though, this is Princeton. the craziest thing. You know, we are in a, we're, we're having a baby shortage. We have a crisis. Like, people are buying this socialistic dream. I was reading the numbers of where we're headed. Which, there are major firms doing wealth, uh, doing uh, employment yeah. crisis planning because we're not the big baby-making happy America. We're living in some weird COVID fear uh, society here. Well, we're thinking not. about secession. But we're you're not. But you're tainted because you're in California where even the Democrats are pretty. Try looking at some of these female Democrats in Illinois and New York and New Jersey. Believe me, you'll <laughs> oh, understand goodness. why there's a baby shortage. Take a look at who runs Chicago. You show me the caballero that wants to knock her up as if she had a choice. She's a lesbian. No kidding. In the meantime, I never miss your show. Unapologetic with Judd Dunning, co-host of Bullet Point Nation. You can see him on Newsmax. You can buy his book, 13 and a Half Reasons Why Not to Be a Liberal. I think we should rename it Democrat, but we'll work on that later. He's my California connection, Judd Dunning. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much, Sean. I just want to give my last pitch. You follow us on Twitter. Go sign up for our articles at Newsmax Insiders. It really is where he gets to say the most free words that we get to put out there on the Internet. Judd Dunning on Newsmax Insiders and Judd Dunning on Twitter. Thanks for having us, Sean. We'll see you soon. God Anytime, bless. brother. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Cherokee people, Cherokee tribe. Where is Elizabeth Warren? So proud you It's amazing. She just skated. You look like the Dutch boy. You're an Indian. You 
fracking liar. How much money did she get for that? How much money off? She got jobs, everything else. Now she's a senator. It's almost as bad as Warnock. We lost Dominic. He's in Chicago. I hope he's not a victim of carjacking. Did you see they sold the, the, the BMW with the baby in the back seat today? Yeah, you need gun control. Sure you do, Chicago. You need scum control, not gun control. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean Dittos. Hey, I'm going to frost some asses here. I know yours won't be one of them, but you've had a couple of callers. And, you, you know, it's be a, careful. You it's might a get backhand pejorative to say 750,000 Trump voters didn't vote. 200,000 Trump voters didn't vote. Well, let me tell you something. We've been listening to guys like Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, great guys, politicos that we listen to all day that say, we have to flood the polls, Charlie Kirk, because the other side cheats. Well, you know what, Sean, I've said to you a number of times, I'm a neighborhood guy like you are. Why can't you figure out a way where the game's straight, where my vote costs is worth as much as everyone else? Why are you forcing us to play a rigged game? I agree with you 100%. They can stick it in their ear, and I'll move the forward with you, and then we'll just batten down on the Atlantic Ocean and let them come for us. That's it. we got to listen to them. Come on. If I'm going to be a slave, I'm going to be one with a tan like George Hamilton because I can't give you a good reason why you should vote in a sewer state. I can't give you one good reason. If you're not going to run an election system with integrity, don't ask me to participate in it. Don't ask me to participate in it. Uh, Arizona, if I was in Arizona, number one, I'd sell my house. Number two, I'd never even waste my time voting against, like Chicago. You're going to waste your time voting? You got the cemeteries, you got the, the municipal workers, you got, I mean, forget about it. It's over. Stick a fork in it. They like the cheat. And as far as Warnock, the fact that he had the kind of support he had from his so called church people. Well, you're a real group of scumbags. You're a real group of frauds and idiots. From the $6,000 suit to the fact he's supposedly a reverend who advocates for the, the murder of kids. That's what they are. They're, they're baby murderers against the rest of us. And if you can't win the argument of why you shouldn't kill your own kid, you think they give a rip about the people that kill other people's kids? They could care less. So the border, the fentanyl, the, the shootings in the sewers... It's all just collateral damage. Terry Dyer, Indiana. Yeah, Tim Reverend, they got, they, they got a real good track record, uh, uh, just like uh, Jesse Jackson, uh, Jackson yeah, the, does. Yeah. From the Church yeah. of Perpetual Tax Avoidance. <laughs> How about this scumbag? He's got kids in, all over the country, never pays his alimony. He's tooling around in Escalades and Mercedes-Benz. He's got his son useless with the Budweiser Distribution Center. And the other scum's son... Stealing as a congress. You have to be an absolute fracking moron. And you know Praise what? Praise be to God. <laughs> Go live in the special ed states. Go. And that, and, and, and they do. So you were going to ask me Not about what I called about. Thing. Go ahead. Not what I called about. But I don't know. Did, did you see that uh, CTA bus get shot up today at 79th and Cottage Grove over there? Yeah. yeah. I hope the yeah, guy yeah, with yeah, a pension nice. on the bus is okay. Yeah, yeah, real nice. And, you know, I just like to say on air. You know, uh, every scumbag politician in Northwest Indiana that let that two billion dollar boondoggle of a train come here is just inviting drugs and crime into our nice little neck of the woods. Well, kind of nice. Is it the monorail? 
$2 billion no, monorail? It's, it's, no, it's the South Shore. Two-track. They're building one in Dyer. They're building one. They're building big parking yeah. lots everywhere all over northwest Indiana for this thing. Thank you very much for a free ride to drug dealers and crooks. Terry, you know what that's called in the real estate business? A sell signal. Thank you very much, Terry. Indiana's a big state. Get the hell away from that train. Dave in Libertyville. Hey, Sean. I want to go back to uh, World War II. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, my grandfather was in World War One. My father was in World War Two. Wow. They both came back. Uh, all my uncles were in World War Two, and they would be spinning in their graves right now if they saw what was going on here. I think you every know, veteran. I think every veteran is from the Kaiser they, to Hitler. They, and, 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 and would, you got it in Washington, D.C., the same philosophy. And they're just not as well-dressed. Yeah, the wives would go up to uh, North Chicago and take care of the guys that got injured and stuff. Yeah. Voluntarily. Yeah. Not paid. You know, yeah. and I heard these stories, and I'm thinking about all these people that are coming in now with uh, all this well, it's socialism why- crap. It's why, Dave, you never waver, right? And it's why you tell your kids not to waver, and it's why you tell your friends not to waver. This country has lost literally millions of men fighting the ideology that the Democrat Party is practicing. Thank you. It's a a tough pill to swallow, brother. I feel your pain. It's a tough pill to swallow. Roger, Southside. Hey, buddy. You know, here's the the one thing, the root of the problem that we're in right now, especially with the... uh, the poor showings with the midterm and the Senate, the way that's going to go, is that we're, we're looking at never getting um, a reformed way of of a legal vote. I don't, I, I don't, there's no doubt in my mind that even in the, the seven uh, uh, states that we've had issues with with these people, okay, they're still cheating, just, okay. like, in Cook, just like in Cook County. Right. Listen. Whoever the Cook County Board president was, when it was done, or when it was Hulahan, okay, you know what? They had nephews, and they had political cronies, and they had their neighbor who just happened to be working at the Board of Elections. Okay, when they needed something done, I just want to throw this out to the audience, Sean, and you probably know this as well as me. Ask your audience if they know where the Cook County Board of Elections is at, and if they do know where it's at, if they've ever actually been inside the building. Yeah. Don't worry. They voted whether they're dead or alive. But here's the other thing, too, Roger, to do an autopsy on this. When you hear these guys do an autopsy on the numbers and this many guys didn't vote on, you're taking the premise of the fraud. There's a reason that Arizona, Arizona's the greatest open scam that there ever was in this last midterm. And what they did to get that dimwit Secretary of State as governor and the judge that certified it, the Obama appointee, I mean, how much evidence do you need? We are a banana republic, and to pretend you're going to vote out the corruption is a certain naivete I haven't seen since guys and dolls. Thank you very much, Roger. And Mm -hmm. that's the reality of it. This is a rigged 
game. And the reason it's rigged is it's a trillion, 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 trillion. You don't even know how many trillions. Money from China? You do. I don't make money from Ukraine. You do. I don't make money from Russia. He tried to tell you us. You made three and a half million dollars, Joe. And your son gave you. They even have a statement that we have to give 10% to the big man. You're the big man, I think. And the FBI had the evidence in hand for a year before the election. For a year before the election. And the FBI possibly had people on January 6th and not just Ray Epps. Nobody wants answers. I want all the answers. And until I get them, not a dime of my money, not a minute of my time. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The federal government is working to undermine the integrity of elections. Not secure the integrity of elections. And why wouldn't they when you take a look at these scallywags from this imbecile, pro-baby murdering reverend in his $6,000 suit promoting Fidel Castro to Schmuck Schumer to Jerry Nadler, the fitness instructor. They got a lot at stake. Trillions of dollars, control of the government. And happening today, the Supreme Court will hear arguments in a case that could reshape elections for Congress and the presidency. It's about the power of state courts to strike down congressional districts drawn up by the legislature. State courts are littered with scum political assets, apparatchiks, like the state court in Illinois. The Supreme Court justice, one of them, is married to the notorious short-in-the-trouser Irish gangster Ed Burke. The others are Democrat hatchet women, as if they look like they were hitting a kisser with one. In the meantime, it's the state legislatures that speak for the people, not the political-affiliated so-called judges. They're political whores. Now, Republicans from North Carolina are bringing up this case, arguing that a provision of the U.S. Constitution gives state lawmakers virtually total control over the, quote, times, places, and manner of... Not a provision, dingbat. Not a provision, the writing of the Constitution, you idiot. It's, It's the fundamental principle so that our country cannot become a legislative tyranny. You know, like the way it has, you dimwit. Something tells me there's a Teddy in a producer's office. Congressional elections. A broad ruling, though, could threaten hundreds of election laws requiring separate rules for federal and state elections on the same ballot. Also, now, why would they want separate rules for federal elections? So they can keep the power of the purse and the money laundering scheme, the Keynesian soiree of corruption will be controlled by brilliant scumbag mafia members like this. Hi, good night, everybody. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about they didn't pay the bills and they got her paid. Here's what I think we have to fight about inflation here right now. That's what we need to fight about inflation. I mean, it's almost it's, it's actual comedy. 
that you elected this Uncle Fester looking freak. It's it's almost as funny as this idiot. We pray for the people of Cuba in this moment. We remember Fidel Castro, whose legacy is. Do you know how irritating that is to millions of Cuban Americans whose families were murdered by Fidel Castro and Che Guevara? May they burn in hell a thousand millenniums. The scum, you know, the one that the socialist Democrat kids walk around with on his shirt. And then there's the other idiot they'll vote for. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. That's the president. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. Well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth. For, uh, a trillion four hundred billion worth out of a billion four hundred million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it. It's so much. I'm not going to be a mule. I, I, I'm, I, I got something to do. I got to go do boom, boom, boom. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. I think it's two point three billion dollars worth of excuse me, five hundred billion dollars in savings and two point something billion metric tons of CO2. Also be able to make more in Pennsylvania. When he had a choice to make his merchandise. We're too old to cry. So let's all celebrate at the new swearing in of these idiots. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? (laughs) Fetterman 2024. Let's double down on stupid. It's the special ed kids versus the rest of us. I'll be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 